16-time world champion, Demetrius Johnson. You're listening to the Cast. My fighter of the year, drumroll. It is knockout of the year. Who do you got? Favorite street beef. Right. What is your street beef of the year? Because I have one that's by far my favorite. <laughs> this might be the biggest award of the night. Our favorite Dylan Dennis tweet. <laughs> We're going out, huh? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of The Mighty Cast. And ladies and gentlemen, we had an amazing year, 2023, and which brings us to the new year, 2024. But before we go on to 2024, we want to do our annual Mighty Cast Awards. This is uh, something that we have been wanting to do for a very long time, and we have a huge list of an amazing athletes. So, Michael, go ahead, tell the listeners what are the, the list of the awards we're giving out tonight. Yeah, so to list all them off, we got the Fighter of the Year, of course, the Influencer Fighter of the Year, Performance of the Year, the Fight of the Year, Knockout of the Year, Submission of the Year, Breakout Fighter, Bold Predictions, some of our favorites, our favorite street beef. Hey! And then this might be the biggest award of the night, our favorite Dylan Dennis tweet. <laughs> All of those are coming up. And also, why don't you show the award? Oh, and this went. is the award, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Had to, this is the Mighty Cast Award. We didn't have enough time to get with Amazon and be able to get a custom trophy made for the Mighty Cast Award winners. But next year, when we have more of a budget, We'll do something nice for you guys and we'll send it to you guys at your house, okay? So, but for my fighter of the year, drumroll. It is Mike Perry. Good for health, good for wealth. Love to see it. Speaking of those things, honored I am to accept the mighty award for fighter of the year. Big shout out to Demetrius Johnson, the mighty mouse, one of the goats. Um, thank you so much. I'm honored to have this award and uh, can't wait to keep putting on in 2024. Let's go. Mike <laughs> Platinum Perry, why do you laugh? Why, why is he laughing, ladies? Don't know why he's laughing. Mike Perry is my fight of the year. Here's the reason why. Mike Perry has stopped two world champions in his last two fights. Now, Mike Perry has gone off the cuff and gone, uh, gone against the grain. What do I mean by that? This gentleman was, uh, I felt, a very successful mixed martial artist. He's got big wins, and he did something different. He goes, I'm not going to have no coach in the corner. Hand me water. Tell me, do this, do this. I'm going to have my girlfriend do that and save me some money. And he did it, and he was successful. He won. And let's fast forward to his future. Now he is the king of violence. He's beat two of my good friends, Luke Rockhold and Eddie Alvarez, which those guys are no joke. I mean, he has embraced and embodied bare knuckle fighting and that is why that gentleman gets my male fighter well best fighter of the year mike perry you know at first i was gonna call you crazy but i just pulled out 
the laptop, and I just wanted to, to confirm what fights he did have in 2023. So his year started April 29th. That was against Luke Rockhold, the the TKO in the, in the second round. So he he did have that in in 2023, and then of course December second, Eddie Alvarez. So he did only have a couple of fights, but I will say this is a very different year for Fighter of the Year. There's not usually there's a guy who like just clearly jumps out at you, and this this year we had the, the opportunities to have a little bit more of an issue on it. And also this fighter of the year, this isn't, we're not only doing, you know, UFC. Yeah, this or, is, you know, this is for, for, for everything who, who you're the most impressed with. Yeah. I think I've, I'm saw a fight live against Luke Rockhold. And I remember when they made that match, I was like, wow, he's fighting Luke Rockhold. I mean, Luke Rockhold, tall, good southpaw, his best weapon are his kicks, which you couldn't do that in bare knuckle fighting. But for what he Went out there and fought Luke Rockhold. They were going, they were going back and forth, and then he ended up stopping him. Like there's a thing to finish a fighter, right? When you finish him, where they they don't have an option. But when a fighter actually quits, like, hey, dude, I'm done. Like that, just you don't really see that in any form of combat, right? Like mixed martial arts, UFC, one championship, PFL, Bellator, whatever it is, you never see a fighter go, no, nah, I'm done, I'm good, I'm Gucci. You never see that. That's the last thing a fighter wants to do. But he ha- he made Luke Rockhold and Eddie Alvarez do that. Granted, it was medical reasons, but those guys still have to self consciously says, "I'm I'm good, dog. This this sport ain't for me." So that's why Mike Perry got mine, baby. No, should present him the award. Oh, so <laughs> hey, 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 there, this camera hey, right here. Hey, asshole, don't tell what to do. <laughs> uh, Mike Perry, congratulations on winning my Demetrius Johnson uh, Fighter of the Year. We'll put sound effects in there. There you go, Dow. Congratulations. Now we're and we're gonna call these the first annual Mighty Award. So we got the that first Mighty Award, the the really the the most important, the most prestigious award. You know, who, 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 who cares? <laughs> On the internet. Yeah, yeah. Who, who cares about Ariel Hawani's, uh, his his little uh, end of the year awards? Yeah. Who cares about uh, MMA Junkie? Yeah, or, those, those are awesome. No, 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 this this is the most prestigious that we got out yes. here. Yes, little SB. Uh, Demetrius will send you his his actual SB. This is the, the, fuck this I is ain't. the two, 2017. Uh, what was this even for? Oh, best fighter. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna send you this SB. But no, I mean, and I think st- staying on Strickland a little bit. I, I love it. The most. Oh wow. The most thing I love about Strickland, I, it's really not just about the fighting. I mean, he went three and zero. He upset Israel Adesanya. For me, it's more about what how he broke out as a character oh, and yeah. as a personality that there was I mean I did not know I mean everyone knew who Sean Strickland was but I did not know his star potential until he beat Adesanya and it just blew up like he is legitimately one of the better promos mm-hmm. um he's one of the better shit talkers he's one of the better guys that's just having a pulse on the internet and having people blow up yep, so yep. i think th- i'm also rating it there because i know people are going to say oh islam makachev <laughs> beat yeah islam makachev beat, beat alexander volkanovsky twice in a year he deserves it which is very very impressive but i think it's more than that more and that's, magnitude yeah. because you know when you look at the alex versus uh islam alex is a natural 145er Right, that's where he shined. That's where he's been most dominant. He hasn't had another fight at 155 besides for the belt, right? So we don't know how he would fare against other 155ers. But with Sean Strickland going three and zero and also being Izzy Adesanya, 
I mean, like you said, that is very impressive. When you weigh those guys, because if, if we're gonna say no one's no one's gonna have Mike Perry as player of the year, unfortunately, that's that's who you're they picking. They all blind. They all blind. That's who you're picking. But if we, but if we had to say between the real guys that are gonna be debated, Strickland or Islam, who would you have? Why is those my two? guy not? My, 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 <laughs> I, I feel like you're just shitting on my pick right now. That's what I feel like you're. Doing. I guess more specifically, just you, just UFC. You asked what my pick was, and I gave. It to you <laughs> now you're telling me to go get grain no move on to the next one how dare you <laughs> no but i i will say i will say with with the mike perry though and, and giving him the credit that it's due like in if you look at the tfl <laughs> the bare knuckle fighting yep. uh one championship ufc he is probably the most dominant <laughs> which i guess he, he is a champion now because they, they have the champion, yeah. their version of bmf so if you look at it that way, I mean, yeah. shit, there's, well, who wants to fight that guy? Exactly. <laughs> I would not want to. Yeah. So like I said, it's, I find it very unique because I was, I was literally th sitting here thinking like, Hey, who is somebody where I'm like, wow. Like I sit back and I like, Mike Perry is very good about the way he goes about his fights, right? He's like, I'm going to get some and I'm going to give you some as well. And when I sit there, each time I watch him fight this year, I saw him fight once live and I watched uh, the second fight in a hotel. And each time I watch it, I'm like, dude, like, oh my, I, that's the only time I'm like, oh my God, like, damn, like my pair just made these guys quit. And I'm an athlete and you've wrestled before. Like, has there ever been a point in time where you've wrestled somebody and you're like, I don't want to be here anymore? Yeah, I mean, they're good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Right? So there's only been one time in my whole career where I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. And that was when I was fighting Kyojo Horiguchi because I was super sick. And I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. But in all my, you know, 35 fights in my whole entire career, I've never once had in my mind broken hand, broken leg, where I'm like, I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. He made two high-level athletes do that. And I just found that very impressive. So, Michael, I know you what you want to do. Let's go to the second one now. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you, here, next one, Influencer Fighter of the Year. So this, this could really go across, um, you know, it's kind of an open-ended award, and and I think that the influencer scene, it would, we would be, we can't deny the people who love it and oh. and look forward to these fights more than they do. We look UFC. forward to it. No, no, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, we, <laughs> I have, like, it's disappointing when we don't have one of those big like influencer fights to hype and yeah. kind of preview. So, who do you have as your influencer fighter of the year? Influencer fighter of the year is Jake Paul. I have Jake Paul as my influence fighter of the year. I mean, Jake Paul has taken the influencer fighting to a whole new level, right? At, at the very beginning of when he was doing this, I believe it was on, what was the very first thing it was on? It was not the, the zone. It was on some like random, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Triller. Tr triller. It was on Triller. And, you know, at one point, it's like, okay, this is a joke. And then he kept on doing it. He knocked out Ben Asker, knocked out Tyron Woodley. And then he beat, uh, you know, he just beat, who the guy he just beat? <laughs> Andre August. Yeah, he just beat Andre August. See, the pizza boy. Uh, he just beat him. And he's going to continue to fight. And it's not about all his fights that he's done. It's also what he's done for other athletes, you know, given Salt Poppy, uh, KSI, uh, Slim, uh, Amanda Serino, all these other athletes, a, a platform to be able to make money on. And now Amanda Serino is making the most money ever 
in her whole entire career, and she's been a world champion for a very, very long time. So I, I, I give it to Jake because he, he's very influenced. I enjoy bringing on his fights. I think of all of the athletes, I think Jake's the best, but I think KSI is more athletic. I think he understands the fundamental of boxing more. So my award goes to... Jake Paul, Jake, I know you want to be world champion. I know you ain't gonna get one of these motherfuckers any anytime soon, Espy. But you gonna get yourself a mighty award. Congratulations. There you go. But but I will say, and we'll you know, we we might as well while we're on the topic, you know, actually before we go there, one thing I want to say, you caught the ire of a lot of people on Twitter and and on YouTube with our, our debate of the Tate brothers versus the Paul brothers. Now we've. We've looked into this more. We've done a little bit more research. We've now we've broken down Tristan Tate as well. Yep. Have what are your where are you at right now as you stand looking at that matchup? Like, do you think because a lot of people think you're just like a Jake Paul hater, which I think no. is just yeah, I think it isn't fair, but they kind of look at like yo, know, just oh, oh, oh yeah, I think, I think Andrew Paul. Tate, I think Andrew Tate would would beat him in like a, a boxing fight and stuff like that. But I, where are you at with that kind of Tate versus Paul brothers right you now? You know, I. I I truly believe that I think it's going to come down to the grappling. It's going to come out to the wrestling and the grappling because when it comes to boxing, I would have to give it to, I think Jake might beat uh, Andrew in, in boxing, right? Just because he's older, he likes to stand like a tall tree and he can try to catch, uh, catch him on a check hook. But then you have Tristan Tate taking on Logan Paul. I think Tristan can probably give it to Logan Paul. The biggest thing is those guys are older. When it comes to kickboxing, they win. There's just no, there's just no, there's no debate. They're gonna win. They're gonna kick the shit out of their legs or push kick them or whatever it may be. Then it's gonna come down to the jujitsu and wrestling. Both the Paul brothers, they have a background in wrestling, so that's gonna trump whatever they're gonna do. So I'm gonna have to go with the Paul brothers because it's one one each side. What's the, you know, the tiebreaker is the wrestling, and that's what the Paul brothers have. In the, you know, Tristan Tate, the Tate say wrestling doesn't work. It's fake. Jujitsu doesn't work. Yeah, so and I, and I just forgot the number one thing people were referencing was the you kind of saying that Tate has fought good competition. He and, has, and, if you, and if, if, Jake Paul has fought pizza boys. <laughs> he did his last fight. Yeah, no, no, his his last one. But I will say though, he did fight as much as it was a fifty year old Anderson Silva. Yes, he did, and then he did fight Nate, Nate Diaz. But I yes. mean, Nate but, Diaz but, isn't a boxer, but yeah. exactly. But if you look at the caliber of the guys that okay, and it's nothing against. You know, Nate, Tyron Woodley, Ben Askin, all those guys. He he, he picked him, not handpicked, but he popped those guys when those guys were out of their prime, right? Nate Diaz, Anderson Silva, um, Tyron Woodley, they're not in their prime, right? And he's also fighting these guys who are outside of their, their specialty, right? When you look at Andrew Tate, everybody he spot are all specializing in kickboxing. So they're all kickboxer. Tyron Willie's not a boxer. Anderson Silva's not a boxer. Nate Diaz is not a boxer. There's a reason why you're seeing MMA guys go to f***ing boxing. You don't see a lot of boxers go to MMA. It's not because it's hard, because there ain't no money in MMA. Every single MMA guy who's gone to boxing, what do they say? This is the biggest truck I ever got in my whole entire life. You'll never see a boxer come to MMA because one, it is harder because they got to do wrestling and all that other stuff, but two, the money's not good in MMA. So that's why you see it. What's going on ladies and gentlemen? This video is sponsored by G Fuel. Now ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys want that good old energy pump. Whether you are playing video games 
or you're at the gym lifting weights. Now, if you want to give G Fuel a try, make sure you guys go to gfuel.com. They have so many amazing flavors. They got the clickbait. They also have the watermelon lemonade. And you guys already know what my flavor is. My favorite flavor is Mega Man, the blueberry slushy. All you got to do is go to gfuel.com. And when you make all your purchase, make sure you use my promo code MIGHTY. That will save you 20% on your purchase. And you can have a nice energy boost when you're at the gym or when you're gaming playing Street Fighter 6 or Call of Duty. Back to this beautiful episode of the Mighty Awards. Do you think Jake Paul will fight, make his PFL MMA debut? I believe he I think he will. Yes, I believe we will see Jake Paul in mixed martial arts in 2024. I believe that PFL has the funding to be able to give this man a 10 to 15 million dollar paycheck. Now, Don Davis said that he will write him and Nate Diaz a check for $15 million. The only thing that's stopping is that Nate Diaz doesn't want to do the fight. I don't understand why. I think it's an easy fight for Nate Diaz to win. Take it down, pass his guard, submit him. But for some reason, Nate Diaz doesn't want to do it. So we'll see what happens. But I hope and I believe that we will see Nate Diaz, uh, not Diaz, we will see Jake Paul in mixed martial arts in 2024. I'm hoping if, so. If it's not Nate Diaz, who do you think? Because I'm going to tell you who I think the opponent makes last sense that I just heard call him out a couple days ago. Tyron Woodley, I would love to see that. that. Doesn't that make a ton of sense now? <laughs> yeah. Because they fought twice. Yeah, and it's like, now let's see it, let's see it in MMA. I would love to see it. Yeah, and, and you know, the thing is, is that, okay, so Jake Paul is younger, so he's going to have potentially the better gas tank. And he's already beat Tyron Woodley twice. He's knocked him out, knocked him out once, and he went to the decision. So now it would be interesting to see what can happen because they're both wrestlers, right? I mean, I don't think Jake Paul is not as good as a wrestler as Tyron Woodley, but Tyron Woodley's He's also older. He's in his 40s. So I'll really see that fight more than Nate Diaz. I really see Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley because I know there isn't going to be a circus, any balloons, any like, oh, man, dip, 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 dip. none of that like gangster talk or whatever. You're going to see two guys like, hey, we're in a fight and it'll be good. Uh, I'll be here to watch it. So while we're on the influencer topic, I wanted to give my dude, there's no award for him necessarily, but Dylan Dennis, I wanted to give him a little bit of props because we had a lot of fun covering this dude in 2023. I mean, oh. it was some of our highlights of just his tweets, <laughs> the, just the buildup of who's going to who's gonna win Dylan Dennis versus Logan Paul because it, it's hard to remember with how the fight turned out, obviously, but it was somewhat unpredictable of like, how's this fight going to look? So it was it was a lot of fun. So given that, th there's a lot to choose from. What is your Dylan Dennis tweet of the year? Oh, it was easy. When he said that uh, Logan Paul's wife, what's her name again? Nina, Nina uh, Agdow. Yeah, Nina Agdow. When she was like, ah, oh, I just want a big fat sausage to destroy my body. And he posted that. I just, I lost. I couldn't handle it. I was like, guys, this is too much. I... Following Dylan Dennis, I'm a fan. I'm I'm, I'm following, and that was that was probably the best part leading up to the Logan Paul fight. Was all the all the tweets back him? I had a, I had a feeling you were gonna pick that, so I actually have. I don't even know if the video is is st still. I'm sure we could find it somewhere on the you, internet. You can find it on our, but, uh, yeah. our shorts. It's on our shorts. Oh, it is. Okay, that's that's good. But um, so I'm I'm gonna read right now what what it says in the video. It's so this so this is a video that Dylan Dennis. 
he might have elite got this by illegal means <laughs> at this point because he's in a lawsuit. But so Nina's in bed, and this is what she says. By the way, I'm very proud of myself because this is the longest I've gone without sex since I've started. Obviously, it's driving me crazy. I'm struggling. I need a penis inside of me ASAP. <laughs> like, all I want is a big fat sausage just destroying my body. So if any of you guys know a good dick that doesn't have STDs on it, I'll take it right there. I mean, that is like, it's almost like an SNL skit of like, how does this exist? Like, it was so perfect, perfect timing. Like, every day it got better and better. So, Dylan Dennis, your fight was terrible, but yeah. Round of applause for just that. We had a lot of fun, so we wanted to give you some recognition. And you can't talk about the best of 2023 without uh, yeah. talking about the worst of 2023, too. So Yeah. Oh, man, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> uh, any, I, any other parting thoughts on... I, I will say, he, one last thing let's talk about Dylan Dennis. There's been some chatter. I don't think it's real, but some chatter of, oh, should UFC sign Dylan Dennis? What do you think about that? You know, why not? I mean, I think the the UFC loves to have the give guys the opportunity to try to make a, you know, a, a run at it, right? You know, we know he's going to sell tickets. We know he's going to be a good, uh, good lead up to fights. I mean, you gave CM Punk an opportunity. You gave guys who have less wins anything chances what i mean by that is that you know Dill dennis does have a legit jiu-jitsu background i mean cm punk was just a WWE wrestler who had a big following um you look at mike jackson i mean there's so many other out guys out there so i think you give Dill dennis a shot you know if anything he could be uh he could be um what's one to go for where somebody's like he could be a liability but i think in the day why not i mean what's the worst that can happen Right? Like, what? He bombs? I mean, who cares? I'll watch. I can't wait to do tweets. Have him fight Ian Gary. Those would be great tweets between him and his wife. No, so Dana White, if, you, if you're listening to this right now, which I'm you sure you are. You listen to this shit. Yeah. No, we, you are uh, fine. All of our fans, please do whatever you can. Tweet at him. Post on Instagram. We're going to start a campaign right now, starting on the Mighty Cast. Dylan Dennis for UFC. We're, we're starting it right now. Everyone, do anything in your power to get Dylan Dennis to sign with UFC. That is that is our goal. The mighty mighty awards, mighty cast goal for 2024. Get Dylan Dennis signed by UFC. Oh, man. What's and, the next one? So next one, we're going to do performance of the year. Now, this, this one... I'll be honest, I only made this award because I want to say what mine is. But so I so I wonder if you'll be thinking on the same lines to me, but this could be in in any of the combat sports. What was the performance really like? This one standing out among the rest that I'm gonna remember the most this year. I think Islam versus Volk. I think what Islam did to uh Volkanovsky the second fight, it was clean. He didn't take any damage. He used the longest weapon, the longest weapon in his arsenal, which is his leg kick. Well, not like it, but the body kick from southpaw position, and then he uh, picture perfect went up above and knocked out. You know, at that time, the pound for pound best fighter in the world. So my uh, award goes to Islamakichev. I'm not sending this to uh, wherever you're at, but congratulations on winning the mighty award for best performance of 2023. Congratulations. No, and and there and just sticking on that that a little bit longer. Um, I, I think we're gonna learn even more about that performance when we see Volkanovski versus Taporia. Oh yeah, in February because if 
if let's just say Volkanovsky cruises, we'll just be like, shit, that shows how good <laughs> Islam is. is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see if Volkanovsky uses this as, you know, him just starting to show this point of his career where, oh, I'm getting up there and maybe yeah. we start seeing him take L's or if it was like, okay, he went up in weight class. He's already a, a not necessarily a small 145, but he's already not like this massive 145 or something. I mean, he was very undersized at 155. So um, I, I think we'll learn more about it in February, seeing how Volk looks the next time yeah. out. But Because yep. the last time we saw Volk out, the last few times was when he fought Islam. And they both been. I mean, the first time he fought Islam was really good. It wasn't like he was doing bad, right? But then he did take that bulk fight, that, excuse me, the Islam fight on short, like two weeks notice, ten days notice, and it, you can see it, it paid. Uh, it paid dividends. It, it didn't really pay out for him. Yeah. So it, getting back to why I picked the, <laughs> the performance of the year because I, I wanted to. Um, and, and actually, I forgot. I'm gonna. I have a um, a hoodie of him over there that I want to pull out. But w- what I really the performance that sticks out for me in in 2024 above the or sorry 2023 above the rest is Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury because mm. and I'm and you know what you, you judges go go f- yourselves I don't even <laughs> he he won that fight so you can't be like oh you're giving a performance of the year for someone who yeah. lost like no he yeah. won the fight um, so I just <laughs> I just think it's important to acknowledge like. This is shit that like movies are made. Like you'll see a movie that does something like this, and you're like, oh. "Oh, this is bullshit." Like this guy who just is coming from Africa, like he's poor. He's a, you see those pictures of him? He wasn't even like jacked or oh, anything. Yeah, he was, like, he, it was he like co- poor man, Francis. Yeah. He was like, oh. and he comes. He doesn't just win a UFC title. He leaves on top. Goes to boxing. Goes against the the undisputed lineal, undefeated lineal heavyweight champion of the world in boxing. His first boxing fight he didn't do amateur nope. nothing and he and i don't care what those judges say he yeah. won that fight <laughs> he, he, he deserved to get the the hand raised that is my performance of the year and one of in, in the one of the most memorable combat sports performances i've seen in recent years so i wanted to give francis and ganu the props there well, give him the goddamn thing. here you go francis this one's from uh michael for your performance against tyson fury yeah, you look absolutely amazing where are you going right now i'm trying to give out a word you're being super rude Oh, he's in your shirt on right now, Francis. I apologize. But yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. He did an amazing job. I mean, going into that fight, everybody thought he was just going to get absolutely worked. But did he f***ing prove all of us wrong? So moving on now, we did already do a spoiler of this and we talked about it a little bit. Fight of the year, I think we're, we're both in agreement. UFC 284, Islam Makachev versus Alex Volkanovsky. This is yep. when we had, like you said, it wasn't Volkanovsky going against Islam in a whatever it was two weeks notice this was it like, was this was full camp so what why is that your fight of the year i think the biggest thing is you see it's not very rare i mean it is more rare nowadays but it's kind of very intriguing when you see a smaller athlete go up against a bigger athlete especially someone like islam makachev who's only had one loss in his career comes from an amazing camp eagle mma uh habib magomedov uh for volkanovsky to go up there and hang with him in in a lot of people's eyes a lot of people thought Volkanovski won. And the fight was back and forth. Islam had his back. Islam was throwing the body kick. You know, Islam rocked Volk. Volk rocked Islam. The fight was literally truly back and forth and super entertaining to watch. So that's why that got my vote for uh, fight, fight of the year, right? That's what it was? Yep. Yeah, fight of the year. It was just back and forth. That was like one of the fights that, I mean, you think about it, we're doing the awards at the very end of 
the year. That so, was February. Yeah. So right. So that's like <laughs> we're approaching the year anniversary of it. And of it, and that was like the best fight. And I was like, that fight was a banger. And even when I broke it down, the I broke it down. I was still like into it. So that's why I give it. The mighty yeah. <laughs> That's why uh, the fight of the year goes to Islam Makachev and Alex Volkanovski for your guys' first fight in February of this year. Congratulations, gentlemen. Now moving on, knockout of the year. Who do you got? Now, this is very hard because there's a lot of damn knockouts this year. A lot. Not just in the UFC but also in a PFL one championship. And my knockout of the year <clears throat> goes to Chinguez versus Superbond. Hello everyone, Chinguez is here. I'm super happy and honored to accept many world knockout of the year 2023 against Superbond. See you next year, we'll do even better. Now, uh, Chinguez is an absolutely monster at kickboxing. He won the World uh, World Grand Prix in kickboxing and won championship. And he knocked out Superbond with a beautiful combination of right hand and just slept Superbond. Now, Superbond just uh, had a fight with Taiwan Chai. And if you go back, actually, that was like one of my first fights I ever commentated on was the knockout against Chinguez against Superbond. It was absolutely amazing. So, Chinguez, my man! Congratulations on winning the Knockout of the Year, a Mighty Cast Awards. The Mighty Awards. Congratulations, my friend. You earned it. It was... It, you, you gotta watch it. It was fun. No, and we, we're, we're allowed to show the what one championship video so on, <laughs> yeah, on this yeah. on this youtube so uh, we're gonna add that knockout right here and yes uh you guys will see it that's one thing i love about one championship is seeing all the different disciplines and just it's just funny because when you see a muay thai knockout or a kickboxing knockout or an MMA knockout is. they're all different like it's yes there's different there's certain ways you could get knocked out that's probably not going to happen in yeah. mma and it's and you could get knocked the out <laughs> yeah. kickboxing and Muay Thai like there's a well the thing is the thing is different about like you know kick, uh, kickboxing Muay Thai uh, MMA MMA if I drop you I can follow up and like finish you right but in kickboxing he dropped them not just once he dropped them three times in one round he's like pop pop drops him he's like oh he gets up he's like oh I'm okay and he's like what no, you ready? He goes, yeah. And he goes, right back into him, draws him again. And then he comes back in uh, for the third time, hits with a, he crosses the distance, throws a high kick, hits with a beautiful right hand, and just flattens him. Just, whew. So he, good job, Chinguez. Yeah, my, mine is uh, Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell. I mean, <laughs> that was violent. I mean, oh god. Uh, and 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 good for Bryce Mitchell being a good sport. And like, I don't know if you've seen the stuff he said yeah. after, like, because they it could have gone like other like he could have been bitter about it or oh, been down about it but he was he was just grateful because a knockout of that magnitude it's like dude i'm alive like, <laughs> like, I, like i woke up so i can kind of appreciate it like because we even talked with uh aljo we had him on the mighty cast he he mentioned when he was knocked out cold um by by marice 
um, uh, by, yes, Mar- yes. by Marlon Marais that he said he didn't even really wake up <laughs> yeah. until he was at the he, hospital. He, he says, does it count if you don't remember it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that's that's some scary stuff and Josh Emmett is just soap. And give that dude credit too because he had a really tough year having, yeah. to, having to go against Teporia and Yair Rodriguez who were both losses, but it's like those are extremely tough opponents yeah. to go against. And, and, um, and, and he proved like he's still... Oh, he's, <laughs> he's still, still got fight. it. He's still... <laughs> God, and I feel like he had an injury, a very big injury in between that, like that time frame. I think he might have torn his ACL or something like that. I'm not sure, but yeah, he still got that right hand rocket where he hit Bryce Mitchell. I had a Kaiko over the house, and Kaiko goes, "I think he's dead, boys. <laughs> boys, don't don't watch the TV because when he hit him, he just like flatline." And no, it was a uh, you get this. Josh Emmett gets an Josh honorary Emmett. one. Um, no, that was. Big ass overhand right. Now submission of the year. Who do, who do you got? All right. So submission of the year. God, I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, Alexa Grasso versus Valentina Shevchenko, where she got her the first time in the rear naked choke and compressed her jaw. Right, because a lot of people, a lot of times when you see the rear naked choke, you always see the athlete go for the neck. Like they're like, I just want to get around, the, get underneath the chin on the neck. But you see her do it. Like she counters a spinning back kick, jumps on her back like a spider monkey, locks up the choke, gets her arms locked, and just compresses the jaw. And then when he when they let go, uh, when Valentina finally tapped and she let go, her whole side of her face was completely pale white. Where she was getting choked and it was going to break her jaw. So that, and it also gave her the opportunity to be the first Mexican female fighter champion in Mexico's history. So that's why she got it from me. Congratulations, Alexa Grasso on this award. Good for you. You got to do it again to see what happens. Who is your submission of the year? Yeah. So mine's going to has to go to John Jones. Um, just having him come back and then go against surreal gone and then just submit him the way the way he did uh was extremely impressive and um it was just one of those things where you see an athlete who's so dominant that you're just like it had to be how it felt when you saw michael jordan against the portland trailblazers in the nba finals when he saw he hit six threes in the first half and then he does the shrug like you know you know that famous, <laughs> that famous mj moment like that's what it felt like with john jones like dude no. You haven't fought for what was it three years? He comes in there and it's like, oh, that was like really easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the easiest picture he ever made in his life. Yeah, like he, he, I think he got technically hit one time, maybe, and he just takes him down and just finishes him up up against the cage. Like I, He's I was. Best. Yeah, I mean, and, and he hasn't fought fought since, and oh. it's like we we he just establishes his dominance, and yeah. and that that was all we saw of him. Unfortunately, in in 2023, we were supposed to see him one more time in November, uh-huh. but I will still say for for me, I'm going to give that to to John Jones. It's crazy, you know. John Jones has been on top for almost two decades now. Like I feel like it's been two decades, right? Like it feels like it's two decades. Maybe it's not because I started fighting in the UFC in 2012. 11 and i think he started i think that was his ufc debut as well uh ufc 126 what was his debut well at least he's been dominant that's kind of crazy i've been dominant for a decade no i haven't been dominant for a decade yeah so so john jones um he he made his ufc debut um at ufc 87 in actually 2008 
So 2008, so he's got four more years to be dominant for two decades. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been so dominant, and I've always been a big fan of John Jones and always continue to be. He's my GOAT. Um, I just truly feel each time he has fought anybody, Rampage Jackson, Lyoto Machida, Vitor Belfort, I mean, Alicia's goes on, now Cyril Gane. I truly believe he didn't have to go up to heavyweight to be able to do what he did to Cyril Gane. I believe he could have stayed shredded, mean, 225 slick fast still have his abs not a, a gut belly to be able to do what he did to him um but yeah very amazing performance especially on a three-year layoff against somebody who is you know very active as a heavyweight and light on the feet because i remember when you guys were working with john jones and uh fight ready yeah yeah no that was that was it was interesting for me because i got i got john in a little trouble for for us oh, for first flying the surreal gun because yeah. no because basically how how when we're we're at the gym and they already screwed up the the arena at t-mobile arena like it oh yeah right. yep. it flashed it so everyone already knew so then i just went up to him like hey so you're fighting surreal gone what are your thoughts like mm. so we both thought like the news it was is out. already out yep. but then i guess they had some like Stephen a announcement or something like that on espn where they were Stephen a. they were yeah <laughs> where they were gonna like announce it um but no so i it was cool for me getting to to see him in person it was it was a big deal like him training no one really got to film him training so getting to do that was really cool and just seeing seeing him he was massive i mean we're we're talking you know i mean he had to be two 250 i mean some i forgot what he weighed in in at officially but he, he, 263 but no no, no. He, he weighed in much less than that but i think it's because he did lose a little bit of weight as it got closer but at his peak he was probably like maybe 255 something like that so so with john jones looking looking to 2024 what what do you want think, to see in his next I, I matchup? I think we see him. I see i think we see john jones fight one time and i think he rides up to the sunset there's nothing left for this man to prove Right, I don't. I don't think he has to fight Tom Aspinall. I don't think he has to fight these young, hungry new heavyweights. I saw Tom Aspinall said something that John Jones never really fought legit light heavyweight guys, and I sat there and I thought about that. and I was like, "Huh, is that true?" I mean, Vitor Belfort's a he's a middleweight. Uh, Lyoto Machida is a middleweight. Uh, Red Page Jackson is a true light heavyweight. I started going, and I'm like. Why would he say something like that? And some of the guys that John Jones has has beaten has been true, I feel like, middleweights. But it doesn't take, take away from his greatness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I think we see John Jones fight one time this year. And I think this man rides off, uh, off in the sunset. Here's one that's very near and dear to both of our hearts. Favorite street beef. Right. What is your street beat of the year? Because I have one that's by far my favorite. <laughs> favorite street beat for me is the Penguin versus the Panther. This is before uh, Michael came on to uh, the YouTube team. And you had this guy. I called him the Penguin because he, he ran across the cage. And he started hitting the guy. And the guy <laughs> took a shot. He goes, he goes. He turns his like he gets hit. He turns his face, and then the penguin hits him like this. Uh uh uh. Then once he hits him a couple of times, he goes, "Oh, you don't hit hard. <laughs> you don't hit hard." Just <laughs> bulldog rushes him, <laughs> beats the shit out of him, and it, it it was my favorite man. My favorite the the panther versus penguin. Can you guess which which one uh, is my favorite? Probably the Jewish hammer. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> death death sentence. Uh, <laughs> <first of all. laughs> 
I am Jeff Sinnott! I'm gonna just fight in two seconds! That should, but hey, go ahead, go ahead, go tell you again. I just dead sentence every time he, he just starts off like, I'm dead sentence. I'm, what does he say? I'm gonna finish this in two seconds, that he says. And then, the, how he closes the distance is like, just right away, it's like the most like, <laughs> it's the most graceful, like, just, but kind of effective. Uh, no, oh sorry. my god. I enjoy Street Beef. That's what kind of got me on this reaction train because I always wanted to bring comedy into mixed martial arts, like breaking down fighting. And that's what brought me the love of breaking down fights. So, uh, Penguin and the Panther, and to Street Beef, this one goes to you guys. I truly appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to break down the fights. And I love it. And I love the athletes' names. Like the last one I just did was uh, Cigarette versus, I forget the other yeah, guy. Yeah, Joe something. Yeah, uh, uh, Boogie, uh, Joey Boogie, Boogie Joey, something like that. What did you guys see that one? That one was, she. All right, and yours was. Yeah, yeah death, death sentence, sentence versus right? Miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you fucking have that joke. You think that oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot because My Miles wouldn't let go of the joke. No, so please check out uh, the the best part about the street beefs, like there's their evergreen content. You guys yeah. can just check it out to get a good yeah, laugh. But no, remember he had him and then like he was like, let him go. And then he got him, he, he yeah. like the head and he grabbed him. I forgot the 51 year old too was one of the best oh, ones as well. Yeah. God, there's been a many you, good, you, you get there's, it. it's harder for us to, I like how it's harder for us to choose the street beef fighting year than it is for us like in all of MMA. Like, it's like, oh, this one, this one, this one. There's so much great content on the street beef because one, all the athletes, like, the ta have you watched the tag team one yet? No, I haven't. Oh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah, so that street beef of the year, we, we are going to keep, we're going to keep going strong. Um, and, and uh, you know, I, I want to see Death Sentence do do something big in 2024. <laughs> maybe, maybe we have a collab, collab with him. <laughs> I would love to see him train with you. <laughs> maybe he'll teach you a couple, <laughs> that, couple things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so I mean, we're, right now I'd say we're, we 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 nailed all of the awards. So now it's really mostly about what's your bold prediction for 2024. You know, I think our my bold prediction of uh, 2024. I think we're gonna see a lot more amazing fights. I think we might see a new champ, a lot of new champions. You know, you have Ilya Tuporia taking on Alex Volkanovski. You have uh, what's in uh, Sean Shogun taking on uh, DDP. Uh, we have the return of John Jones potentially, return of uh, Conor McGregor. We're gonna have some good matchups in uh, what championship? Uh, Anatoly uh, Anatoly's going to fight uh, RDR for his third belt. Um, I don't even think there's been a, a three divisional champion. Don't know how I feel about it. I mean, like. I understand it's cool to collect all these belts, but is there literally nobody left in the division for you to defend your belt in? Um, yeah, and shout, shout out to Rod Ting as well. We're going to see him fight see, in uh, January. Uh, January Takura. Um, I, you know, the thing is, is I think we're, 2024 is going to be a banger year. We got a lot of great fights in the pipeline. We got a lot of content for you guys coming out. We got some stuff coming from OnlyFans, some exclusive stuff. And I'm super excited. What do you, what do you hope to see in 2024? Yes, I mean I would say what what let a little pivot. What what is your favorite fight of 2024 that has been announced? Because I'll I'll say mine first. I I would think probably 
as as we tape right now, we're still waiting on that UFC 300 card. But with the information we have right now, I'd probably say Volkan- Volkanovski Taporia is probably the fight right there. I mean, yeah. at least for me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. With you. I think Ilya versus Taporia, uh, Ilya Taporia versus Alex Volkanovski because we've seen Alex Volkanovski be so dominant at 145, and Ilya Taporia has gone through some pretty amazing fights, and he. I think he does everything right. His boxing is clean. He passes guard. Uh, he's got a great wrestling background, it seems like. That is probably the fight that I'm most excited about in mixed martial arts. I think in Muay Thai, well, k- kickboxing, it would probably be the Rod Tang versus uh, uh, k- uh, Takura. That one. Um, only thing is I want to see Rod Tang use his elbows. I think this is the strongest weapon. But it's going to be some, <clears throat> some, some dope fights. But no, I, th- I think that's it. And just one... One last last shout out to uh, Mike Perry, <laughs> the uh, oh, Mike Perry, yeah, Mike Perry, Mike Perry fight of the year. Mike Perry, shout out to Mike Perry, fight of the year, and shout out to all of the other athletes who won the uh, Mighty Awards. We truly appreciate you guys, and thank you guys to all our fans and subscribers out there. We truly appreciate you guys tuning in to the show because me and Michael, we truly love creating content around just combat sports, not just the UFC, but PFL. Uh, one championship, street beefs, uh, influencer boxing, whatever it may be. If you guys keep on coming here and showing us a love and leaving those amazing comments in the comment section, we'll keep on producing content. So uh, we are your hosts, Demis Johnson and my good friend, Michael Wandover. And we will see you guys at... Oh, and actually before we get off here, uh, make sure you guys leave a comment and tell us who your guys' awards should go to. If you guys don't believe Mike Perry is my fight of the year or Sean Strickland, who do you guys think is the fight of the year or performance of the year? We would love... <laughs> he turned his lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Any, love... anyone, anyone who's listening, I'm wearing a sweater that is <laughs> South Park. Uh, that, what does it say? I'm a lonely... What does it say on it? I can't even read it. I'm a lonely Jew on... It is, uh, yeah, on Christmas. On Christmas. On yeah, Christmas. so it's Kyle from South Park, and it's just flashing lights right now. So sorry for the for the listeners that just if you can't see the visual, head to YouTube. That's why you got to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so make sure you guys come back and check out us. Check us out in 2024 to be a year. Make sure you like, subscribe, and also hit the bell to know when we go live. Uh-huh.